Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast. We are Stephanie and Fox from Evolve Your Intimacy, sitting in for Carol and David. We are a sexual health education and guidance center where you learn to educate, enlighten, and evolve your intimacy. Are you ready to spice up your sex life? Well, you've come to the right place because that is what the sexy lifestyle is all about. We are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be by discussing everything about relationships, sexual health, sex, intimacy, and pleasure. We love discussing the naughty, the taboo, and the unknown with our top experts in the industry and hope that our conversations will open up your dialogue for great sex. Because great sex matters and we all deserve it. So this show tonight is going to be for the men and the women. We're going to be talking about self-confidence because self-confidence is one of the biggest turn-ons, especially when you're dating. And everybody has struggles with parts of their body that they don't like. We all experience those emotions that trigger depression and anxiety, and we all have an idea in our head about what we should look like. But tonight, we're going to debunk that idea. We're going to have an honest conversation about self-confidence and celebrating real bodies. We have Adriana Moreno. She's our newest coach at Evolve Your Intimacy, and she is really passionate about helping others embrace their bodies instead of being ashamed of them. She holds her bachelor's in education, and she's currently in her master's program for professional counseling. I get her, guys. Stay back. She graduates in the fall of 2022, and then she's fully all mine. Can't wait. And she's been in a happy, successful, monogamous marriage for over 20 years, and she doesn't look like she's even 20 years old. Drives me crazy. But Adriana is also a published poet and novelist, and she's currently working on an erotic anthology. Anthology. I can't even talk. Anthology. All right, so this is some great information, and we'll be right back with our newest relationship intimacy and sex education coach, Adriana Moreno, discussing how we can increase our self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. Let's take a moment to talk about the top waterproof blanket, because great sex is messy sex, but no one wants to sleep in that wet spot. If you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need your own top waterproof blanket. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry, no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils or silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. You don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That is T-O-P Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. And we are back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast, and I am Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy, sitting in for Carol and David tonight, talking with Adriana, and we were just discussing right before the break where all of our insecurities could stem from when it comes to our childhood. So welcome, Adriana. Hi. So you've been with us now for a few months. How are you liking things? I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Kind of a... Kind of a... A good thing, right? Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, very fun. So one of the things that you do, one of the many things that you do, is you're writing articles for us. And in your newest article, which can be found on EvolveYourIntimacy.com, you talk about self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. And you define self-confidence, but the way you define it, I think, is really good. Can you tell our listeners how you define self-confidence? Well, self-confidence is how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that it comes from how other people make you feel. And that's the wrong way to go about it. And I think it starts from childhood. Okay. So, you know, you have your siblings, your parents, you know, people that say things about you when you're little. And you carry those things, whether they're negative or positive. Absolutely. You carry those things with you. But most of the time, the negative things other things you carry the longest. Right? It's like it's like glue. It just sticks to you. Yeah. It's fucking oh, fuck, I cuss. It fucking sucks. <laughs> almost <laughs> like I almost corrected myself cussing on my own podcast that I cuss all the time on. <laughs> so, in your opinion, how is our self-confidence built? And 
where it, where does it come from? I know you say it comes from us when we're little. Well, the truth is most women feel self-conscious about certain parts of our bodies. I mean, that's normal. I agree. I feel self-confident about every bit of my body sometimes. But if we start obsessing about it, this can lead to like less than favorable sexual experiences, right? Because we're like, oh, well, does he think I look fat? Or is he looking at something that I don't like? Is he seeing my jiggle? Yeah. As he's thrusting? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the more severe our body image issues are, the more we focus on those body parts during Mm -hmm. sex. Absolutely. Absolutely. I actually had a, a new client that came in today and she is, they're trying to open up their relationship. That's one of the things I specialize in. And she is so, so, she has no confidence whatsoever. Like she told me, who's going to want to fuck me? And I was like, okay, so we're starting from there. That's Mm -hmm. where we're starting. Mm -hmm. And she has nothing. I mean, she just doesn't see herself as attractive in any way. And it's so frustrating that the women we work with, a lot of them, don't see themselves. And and honestly, it's men too. It's not just women. Yeah, absolutely. I think if women can't find a certain thing that they like about themselves, it's going to be very hard for other people to like them too. Because you're obsessing over something. Mm-hmm. You have an issue and you looking down at your stomach or whatever. He's going to look down there too. And if you don't feel good about it, then it doesn't matter what he says. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. Exactly. He could tell you you look great and it won't matter. Because you get in your head. Yeah. And and like you said, that starts very, very, very early in our core development when we're young. Yeah. I I think I'm trying to think back to when mine started, but I don't think I've ever had a, a positive body image. Really? Yeah. I think it's always been pretty negative because it was it was just forced down my throat that, you know, you had to be small. And then the models in my in my time or we're the same age. The models in our time was, you know, they were little. They didn't have butts. They just had big boobs. Right. And here I come with thighs and hips and a butt. Yeah. And I just, I, even when I was modeling, I was told that if I could shave two inches off of your hips, you would be perfect. And I was anorexic at that point. Yeah. So yeah, the self-confidence is huge when it comes to how you talk to your children. How do you talk to your wife? All of that. That's what I like to call generational curses. If you have low self-esteem, low Mm self-confidence, you're more than likely going to transfer that to your children. Absolutely. Because they watch every move we make. Right. And we have daughters. Yes. Do you, I see it coming out in my daughter and I tried so hard when she was growing up to not, like I was always telling her, you're perfect, you're perfect. But she heard me and she would, she heard me say that the terrible things to myself in the mirror. Yes. And I hear her say that stuff to her, it to herself. And I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. no. I make sure that I don't do that. Good. Yeah. No matter how I feel, I just don't say it in front of her because, you know, she's getting some stretch marks herself. Yep. You know, because she has a growth spurt. She's very tall, so she has stretch marks. And I, I didn't even point them out. Yeah. I I noticed them, but I didn't say anything, and I'm not going to. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter. What I have them. And mm-hmm. so my daughter has always seen them so to her they're just normal mm-hmm. because i've never made a big deal out of them yeah. i've always called them i've called them like like my, my baby marks and because you were in my belly and i loved you so much you know these are from you and they're beautiful and i've always tried to make stretch marks pretty for her because i hated them growing up yeah so yeah. i remember i was uh walking to pe and I had it on my shorts, and this boy was like, oh, Adriana has stretch marks. I'm like, so what? Yeah. And? So what? I mean, I was mortified, but I still acted like I didn't give a shit. I love that. Yeah. I would have cried because I have yeah, rejection sensitivity. I had to act like I didn't care because everybody was watching. And, you know, one thing about self-confidence is you can go home and cry and feel whatever way you want to feel. But don't let others see you sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's 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 about you. So when you go home, you can, you know, decompress and everything like that. But don't let other people know they've affected you because they won't stop. One thing that I really want to talk next about is the way our partners treat us and how that affects our self-esteem positively and negatively. How do you feel about that? 
Well, of all that, heard that term, <laughs> drop that zero, get you a hero, right? That's true. And of course, a bad relationship can totally mess with your self-confidence, mm-hmm. like 100%. But it's not about the way he or she feels about you. It's about the way you feel about yourself. Because once you let somebody get in your head mm-hmm. and make you feel bad about yourself, it's going to be hard to get get out of that type of relationship too. Yeah. But it, it doesn't matter how someone feels about it. It doesn't matter how your partner feels because whatever you feel is going to transfer to them. So let's not confuse things here. Sexual confidence, self-confidence has nothing to do with being the world's greatest lover slash traveling acrobat, whatever. Ooh, I like I like some good acrobatic sex. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> It's always nice and fun when you can throw some cartwheels in there. Yeah. And feel good about the cartwheels. Yeah. 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 You stick the landing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stick the landing. Absolutely. Well, to me, sexual confidence and self-confidence is about feeling relaxed in your own body and welcoming the idea that you deserve pleasure while being able to convey that to your sexual partner. Deserve pleasure. Yes. That is huge because yeah. there's so many people, and I, I mean, I, I almost said women, but I, now that I think back, some of our, a lot of our men, they don't feel like they deserve pleasure. Right. Because you're in your head, you're like, oh, I look like this. I feel like this. Why would anybody want to get me off? Right? Yeah. And that's so wrong because everybody has something to offer. Yes. Regardless of, I don't know. I mean, so... I got caught into when we first started um, playing in the lifestyle, we had this amazingly gorgeous man that was an Adonis who wanted to play with me. And I could not get that through my head. I was mm. I was 20 pounds heavier than I am now, but I couldn't get I was like, why? 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 Why me? No. Are you crazy? Like, come on. And it wasn't. And he explained it to me. He was actually very, very nice. And he was like, you know, my wife, who was also a fitness model assholes love y'all y'all know who i'm talking about you're amazing but still asshole um but he was like you know i get that at home he goes what i want when i play is what i don't get and what i don't get is the the softness of of the woman and you know like the soft skin and the soft belly and at first i was like oh i got a soft belly but then i was like yeah i do got a soft belly because i'm not gonna do any push-ups or setups let's just go ahead and say throw that right out feeling soft is a wonderful thing yes and so it made me feel so sexy when he explained it to me absolutely yeah i mean we all have one thing, at least one thing that we like about ourselves, mm-hmm. whether it's physical or mental. There's so how do we thing. identify that? Well, like you look in the mirror and you're like, okay, girl, what do you like about yourself? There's something going on. You like something about yourself. So I have an exercise that I have my clients do. It's the mirror exercise. Yeah. And I have them stand in front of the mirror. And they need a pen or marker, Sharpie, whatever, your favorite pen, because I know every woman has a favorite pen. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And sticky notes, the sticky pads. Mm -hmm. And you're going to look in the mirror and find things that you really like about yourself. Write it on. I really love my right shoulder because it's got a sweet, I don't know, sweet curve. Then you take it off the post-it note and you stick it on the mirror where where your body, your right shoulder is. Mm -hmm. And you do that for everything. And then you have those constant reminders on your mirror that I am, I do have great qualities. I am sexy. And and it's that constant everyday seeing it that helps you build that self-confidence. Yeah. But I even want to go deeper than that. Okay. And, you know, mentally. Yeah. Because, you know, you're smart. Mm -hmm. You're witty. You're quick-witted, you know? Mm -hmm. Because the one thing that I like about myself more than anything physical is how smart I am. You are very intelligent. (laughs) And you're funny. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And that's what I like the most about myself. Mm -hmm. And that gives me a lot of confidence. The fact that I can make people laugh. Yeah. You know, that gives me a lot of confidence. And even when I'm not feeling the best physically, I have that to fall back on. I love that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I feel shitty today, but I'm still funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking comedian. Absolutely. I crack me up. (laughs) I uh, like a good laugh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good for the soul. You know that. 
And that's true. I mean, you know, I'm so fixated on our body, but you're right. Mm -hmm. What about that mental element? Because some women, they might not be able to identify just yet Mm -hmm. the physical thing that's good about them. Yeah. They still might be struggling with that. But Mm -hmm. I know... You got something mentally that you like. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you are going to be joining us um, at our play shops when we go to Mexico, Sex Experience with SDC.com, we are actually going to be hosting a play shop that we're, we're going to have you doing this. But you're going to see yourself through somebody else's eyes. And what's really cool about this workshop is strangers are going to tell you how beautiful you are and what they appreciate about your your body that they see. This is a based off of body and it's about building self-confidence in this moment. Now, of course, I love how you threw the mental in there and I'm, you know, being a mental health professional and that's all I think about. I didn't even think about that. So I feel kind of, well, thank you. But when your first impression of somebody is the way yeah, they, they look. look. And and in yes. our lifestyle, Absolutely. that look gets, gets you laid. Absolutely. And that's the first thing you see. Exactly. Yeah. But it's not also the look that gets you laid. So one of the things that I find so sexy is when curvaceous women know they're fucking sexy and they own that shit. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter. I may not want a, or I may not have been attracted to a bigger woman previously, but if she's got that self-confidence, but I'm also sapiosexual, I, it's all about the mind. And if I just see you exuding that positive energy, yeah. it turns me on. Absolutely. So yeah. Yeah. It's all about that. Yep. We've had some really great talks so far, but I kind of want to move into the sexy stuff. So why is it important to have healthy self-esteem when it comes to sex? specifically sex well when it comes to sex if we are not feeling ourselves why would we expect anybody to feel us i agree if you're not feeling how good you look he's gonna pick up on that energy or your partner is gonna pick up on that energy so it's all about the energy yes so if you don't show your partner that you are content in what you're doing, they're going to notice. Yeah. They're going to feel it. And then they might think they did something wrong. Absolutely. They might start thinking that, oh, is, am I the problem? <laughs> I love that TikTok. Am I the problem? Is it me? <laughs> is it me? Right. But you're right. And maybe you have a problem area. So what can you do to fix the problem areas? I, for one, have got a a tummy. I've got a soft tummy, according to an Adonis. You're welcome. Um, But it bothers me. And so if I'm going to be playing with new partners or if I'm going on a date or something like that, I might wear like a cute binder uh, or something, you know, a little corset. Absolutely, like a corset. Yes, absolutely. That makes me feel sexy. Yeah, and that's great because, you know, you can still be in the moment. Now, I wouldn't recommend doing that all the time because then it's like, oh, you're covering Yes, it. yes. Because eventually, you're just going to have to be like... Eventually, you're yeah. right. But when you're easing into things, that's perfectly fine to make yourself feel better. Yeah. And that's what you need. That's fine. And I love that we have the tools. So for men and women, we have we have tools that we can make ourselves feel sexy until... We're comfortable with that person and we start to see how they're really going to treat us. Right. So it's all about understanding who we are and getting to know them. Yes. And that builds our self-esteem and our self-confidence and our sexiness when it comes to sex. Yes. And you should talk to your partner about things. Oh, wait. Did you just mean we're supposed to communicate with our partners? Absolutely. Oh, wow. How can that build our self-esteem? Oh. All right, so this is some great information, and we'll be right back with our newest relationship intimacy and sex education coach, Adriana Moreno, discussing how we can increase our self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. We were just with Topless Travel on the Bliss Cruise, and we were with them at Hedo, and they are absolutely the best. If you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply have to book with Topless Travel. 
from Hedonism 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and all the Bliss Cruise experiences, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. Yeah, their trips and events are all about the people and the sexy fun experiences. So let's just give a quick shout out to all their sexy host couples, including Jessica and Justin, and of course, Party Mark. And they're there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. And you will find us on many of the amazing Topless Travel trips. But listen up. The one that we're really looking forward to is the Bliss Cruise on the awesome Celebrity Summit on April 17th to 22nd, 2023. We're going to be there broadcasting live from the ship and all the cabins are selling out quickly. So book now. Come and join us for the week. We'd love to meet you there. And of course, for all that information and for more about any trip and all the Topless Travel events, you can go to thesexylifestyle.com and click the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. We were just there and we had an amazing, amazing time. We came back a much sexier and stronger couple, which we do on all our lifestyle experiences. And we're back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast. And this is Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy sitting in for Carolyn David, visiting with Adriana Moreno, discussing how we can increase our self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. Oh, wait, did you just mean we were supposed to communicate with our partners? Absolutely. Oh, wow. How can that build our self-esteem? Well, when you talk about sex with your partner, it makes it less complicated. You know? Yeah. It it makes them realize that you're like really into them mm-hmm. because if you're going to sit there and talk about sex on a deeper level, like, oh, you must be really into me that you want to have this conversation with me where we can talk about, you know, our issues or self, self-confidence problems, anything that's going on, we can talk about it and correlate it to how we can make our intimacy better. So if we're playing with new partners and we, how do we have that conversation when we play with new partners? New partners. That's a tough one. I know. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, that's why it's important to get that self-confidence before. Before you start playing with new partners? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And also building that relationship. You don't have to, unless you're at a swingers club or at a party or at a lot. I shouldn't say swingers. I should say lifestyle establishment. More than likely, you're going to be dressed to be confident. Yes. But if it's a new partner that you want to establish maybe a long-term play partner or playing with, absolutely have that conversation. And that conversation to me this is how it looks to me. And so you kind of tell me what you think, but okay. you know, it can be anything about, well, you know, mm, I have a little bit of an insecurity with this. So I, when we play, I prefer not to touch that, that part of my body. Yes. And that's also be that honesty you're building with them. I mean, and it can also come from like a trauma, maybe anything. If you have a scar that you're self-conscious about and, yes. and anything, you can talk to that person and say, this is this is where I'm at with it. Right. And I'm so, I'm almost positive that m- just 99.99999% of the time, that play partner is not even going to be turned off by that. They're, no, they're going to be. Because a, guess what? They probably have the same things going on. Right? They have the same issues. And we talk about it. The guy might be like, oh, well, I got a small dick. All right. <laughs> exactly. And he may be self-confident yeah. about that. I mean, not self-confident. Self, you know what I'm talking about. Not self-confident. Self-conscious. Self-conscious. Thank you. I couldn't yes. get that word out for anything, <laughs> but we're just going to go with it. But you're right. Yeah. And so even that's that's another great point to kind of go into is even if you don't have the most beautiful breast or the biggest dick. But who's the hell to say what's the most beautiful anyways? Exactly. Because everybody has their idea of what's beautiful. I agree. But yeah. we get so stuck in our because head. that's what society tells us. Society tells us. Yes. Yeah. I cannot appreciate more the body positivity that's coming into the world today yeah lizzo is doing so much for the world yeah when it comes to women and loving their bodies but also mm-hmm. also men loving their bodies because she's just like you know what this is who i am take it or leave it and that's sending such a positive message to the young girls and the young women even young men today the young people i just need to quit generalizing or you know it's just fuck, fuck the young people yeah and letting them know that it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay 
whatever you have going on. We've had it going on before. It's not like this is new stuff. I I yeah. know, but we we weren't given the yeah. And now there's so many tools, mm-hmm. you know, that they can use to, you know, reflect upon. Yeah, and we didn't have those. Tools. We didn't. Yeah, absolutely. If somebody called us a name. We're doing this. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm and girlfriend, I was crying in the corner yeah. having somebody come pick me up. And or I would have came and beat those people up. That's I know. what I would have done. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had the confidence of my daughter when I was her age. I think I would, I really honestly think I would rule the world if I had her confidence. Yeah, my daughter has that same. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't care. She, mine she either. She doesn't care. <laughs> but if I, if I could harness that, yeah. that confidence and go back and talk to myself, you know, to, you know okay, maybe 30, 40, year, 30 years ago, <clears throat> about but 30. you know why? That's a reflection of you that she has that confidence. You know that. I get right? that. Exactly. Yeah. However, if I could have had it back in the day, <laughs> I wish I had it too. Yeah, I wish I had it too. That was a mess, but I didn't let it show. No, that's the thing. I didn't. I went home and cried about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I completely let it show. Yeah, I didn't, and that's okay. Yeah, I mean, but I think that now we're we have the opportunity to be honest about the things that we're not comfortable with. Yeah, and. You know, having those, like you said, those conversations. Yeah. I just, and and especially when you're in the lifestyle, mm-hmm. because you're comparing yourself to everybody and you're thinking, oh, well, that, that beautiful woman over there, look at her. Look, yeah. And my husband wants her. I can't compare to that. And mm-hmm. that gets in your head. If you're Absolutely. Absolutely. So how, what do you think when women are looking and comparing themselves, how do, what, how do you want them to, to really respond to that? Well, I think you should be aware of your self-talk. So practice realizing when you have these self-criticizing thoughts mm-hmm. sneak into your mind. So once you acknowledge that these thoughts are present, you've already won half the battle. So what kind of thoughts are we talking about? We're talking about, oh... Look at my cellulite, look at my fat, look at my whatever. My breasts are too saggy. Yeah. Yeah. And so how can we change that self-talk? Well, we need to work on exchanging those disparaging thoughts with reassuring thoughts. Like, girl, you look good. Ow. You're amazing. How can our partners help us with that? The one thing our partners can do is never criticize. Don't criticize your partner about anything physically. I I honestly think that's shitty. I get that, but you also I want the honesty. If it, if I don't look good in something, I want to know that. Oh, that's different. Okay. Like I ask my husband all the time like, "Do I look stupid in this outfit? Like uh-huh. do I look dumb or I look fat or whatever?" Cuz I don't look fat either. But so what? That's right. Yeah. At so the end what? of the night, you're going home yeah. with your man. Yeah, so or your woman. My husband does help me with that, but the thing is, it doesn't matter if he tells me I look good in an outfit. It doesn't? No, because if I think I look stupid in it, uh-huh. I'm going to obsess over that it is true. the entire night. That is he true. He can tell me, baby, you look so fucking fine. I can't wait to get you home. And I'm like, I look fat to me. Yeah. Yeah. So if we don't develop this within ourselves, it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's really not. And I've been with this man for a very long time and I value his opinion. But if I think I look dumb or something's going on, he could tell me till he's blue in the face and I won't care. Well, on the flip side of that, too, if I'm feeling like a little, you know, OK, I think I look pretty, but you know, I'm not really sure. OK. If Fox tells me, oh, yeah, that's hot. I soar and my the entire night I'm like. Bitch, please, I'm hot because mm-hmm. Fox told me. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, though, Fox doesn't he's he's not really good at verbal affirmation. So okay. when I do get them, yeah, boy, I, I hold on to those. Suckers. Yeah. But my husband tells me I look hot 24 freaking seven. And I'm like, you always say that. Yeah. How am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know if I look good? Yeah, because you he, always. Even so when I was going through the worst and I gained weight, he still was like, you look, you know, so I'm like, but I didn't think so. So how do we talk to our partners about that to help regulate that? Well, first of all, we have to realize that we all struggle Mm -hmm. with insecurities in some way. Yeah. Our husbands do. Yeah. 
And we tend to focus on ourselves a lot about the self-confidence thing. Well, you know, I mean, we don't, we don't, do we ever like, you know, wonder if, you know, maybe they're struggling with some stuff too. No, because they're amazing to us in our eyes, you know, and it's. Yeah, men are perfect. They're like, it doesn't Well, not matter. only that, it could be a like, woman, your partner, you yeah. see them in a light that they don't see themselves. Yeah, and that's always how it is because you love them. Mm-hmm. And they could, you know, have gained 30 pounds. And you're like, I don't even notice. No, then there's sometimes you do notice. You notice during certain times, but. But you have to be honest about it. I think you should be honest about it, but I don't think you should be offensive. And I think that we need to work on as people. As a human race. Not, yeah, not being jerks. You know, like yeah. I think we need to work on being jerks just in general. Yeah. Because just because you see a little fat roll doesn't mean you got to point them out. Like, geez. Exactly. Especially not right now. So we have been to some of, uh, actually, one of our favorite places to go, Fox and I, is Tahitonism 2 in Jamaica. And everybody, if you've not heard the podcast about Hedonism 2, guys, y'all should go back and listen. It's awesome. <laughs> it's very, I'm very real in that one and tell you everything. I loved it. But me being able to come out of my bathing suit or my clothes, I can't tell you how many times like I walked to the door and I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I'd walk back and I'd walk to the door. Okay, I can do this and I can do this. And there's the nude side and then there's the clothing optional side. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to be on that nude side so damn bad because that's where the party was. Yeah. And I was like, I can do it. I can do it. And then so the whole walk down there, I'm beating myself up. I'm like, because, you know, you're barefoot because I'm barefoot. Why not? It's Jamaica. I don't know why we're clothes. Yeah. I should looking back should probably wear flip flops in the future. I'll I'll think about Was that. Is it sand hot? No, it's it's gravel. Oh, okay. But it is hot sometimes. <laughs> Not gonna lie. But you know, you're walking and you're kind of jiggling, and I'm thinking the whole way there. I'm like, oh god, here it goes. I'm just jiggling. That's what I felt like as I was walking yeah. there. And then I get to the nude pool, and there is there are bodies, big bodies, little bodies, tall bodies, short bodies. Brown bodies, white bodies, mm-hmm. bodies. And yeah. everybody was having a good time. Yeah. And immediately I was like, huh, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Because and, you saw that you weren't alone. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And I could so, do this. That was such a confidence booster for me. And I want everybody to be able to yes. have that moment where they step out and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, I didn't even think I wore clothes the rest of the, the seven I'm days. I'm like, we are all imperfect people. Yes, absolutely. But we have to really understand that and embrace that. And yeah. that's where I feel like we don't embrace it. Mm-hmm. So in your article, you mentioned that being the person you want to be with. Can you tell me more about that? Well, I believe that exercising kindness to our wonderful, ever-changing, infallible selves. Yeah, we are fallible. Yeah. Yeah. It allows us to build a foundation for experiencing enjoyment, and then we can develop a deeper, more satisfying connection. I mean, not only with our sexual partners, but more importantly, with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That relationship is so imperative. But we forget that. Yeah. And we forget that we're not perfect. Yeah. One thing that I kind of want to move into is what are some signs of low self-confidence? Because- People can be listening to this. They're like, oh, I got this. But then there's these little signs, these little little microaggressions that we have. And that could be hurting us. Yeah. So talk to me about kind of what you feel like might be some signs of low self-confidence. Well, there might be maybe a resistance to meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? I mean, we might be introverts. Uh-huh. You know, I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I'm I don't believe that. Totally. Okay. When I come outside of my show, it's a different story. Okay. But, you know, sometimes your your partner may be like, oh, let's go do this. Let's go hang out. And you're like, "Mm, yeah, I don't really want to meet new people. I'm scared. You know, that fear of rejection. What if they don't like me? Yeah. And then even if you meet them and it seems like it goes well, you're in your head about it. Like as soon as you leave, you're like, oh, my God, did I say something dumb? I know. And so <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've done that, especially, you know, when we're going on dates with couples, you're trying to get four people to connect. That's yeah. a lot. It's hard to get two That's people. To very connect. difficult. And so if you go in with low self-confidence, you're already three, I guess, 
stages behind the ball game, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to refer to, but you're just behind. <laughs> yeah. You need to present yourself as somebody who's confident and just yeah. kind of avoid that. Because when you show low self-confidence, other people pick up on that and they'll do it too. Mm-hmm. They'll start questioning themselves, like, "Oh, am I even this?" Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll think you're being uh, you might be being standoffish, mm -hmm. and they'll go, "Well, why are they being so awkward with me? Is it yeah. me?" Yeah, and that leads to everybody having some insight. In Everybody's having a bad time. Yeah, it's like self doubt, yeah. and they don't trust their own judgment. Yeah. So that's another one. If you're really indecisive and you have a lot of self doubt, that's another sign of low self confidence. Yes. And you have to set the boundaries or actually you probably have difficulty setting boundaries yeah, you because do. you don't want to hurt anybody and you Absolutely. want everybody to accept you. Yeah. And because you have these self-confidence issues, mm -hmm. you're like, well, if I say the wrong thing, then they won't like me anymore. Yeah. But it's okay to have boundaries. Okay. Absolutely. And I think that boundaries contribute to a very strong self-image. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So... This is such a great talk, and I, I'm going to have to take a quick commercial break, but we're, we're here with our newest relationship intimacy sex education coach, Adriana Moreno. I don't say her name right, but we're discussing how you can increase your self-confidence in and out of the bedroom when we return. Ladies, are you ready to take your intimacy to the next level? Head over to EvolveYourIntimacy.com to learn more about intimacy, relationships, and sex counseling. And gentlemen, do you need a little bit more? Head over to our website to learn tips on how to communicate with that special someone and ignite that flame. If you enjoy our content and guests and would like to help us grow, go to our website, EvolveYourIntimacy.com to follow, like, subscribe, and comment on all of our social media accounts. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. This is the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast, and this is Stephanie from Evolve Your Intimacy, setting in for Carol and David. And we are talking with Adriana Moreno, discussing how we can increase our self-confidence in and out of the bedroom. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so before we went on to break, we were talking about signs of low confidence. And before we had talked about resistance to meeting new people, maybe some indecisiveness, some self-doubt, but one of the main things that I feel is the comparison, how we compare ourselves to others. Mm -hmm. And I think that is one of the downfalls to people. People, I mean, just people. Yeah. So the thing is, if you are a single person. Yeah. You, I think you would rely more heavily on what other people think because yeah. you don't have that one person to go home to that's like, who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah. I think this. I think that. Yeah. So if you have a significant other, mm -hmm. I think a good significant other would always tell you, hey, who cares? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's me and you. That is so true. It's me and you. So whatever we think about each other is all that matters at the end of the day. That's right. Because you're going home with Absolutely. your person. Absolutely, That's all that matters. Yeah. So if your person builds you up, that you stop comparing yourself yep. to others. And one of the things with me, I love it when my husband's like, you're so beautiful. You're so fine. He says that he can, you can walk into the bathroom and he's like, <laughs> oh, he should check out that ass. It's annoying yeah. how much he loves you. Sometimes I, I'm not annoyed. I know you're not. I know. I'm just jealous because Fox doesn't give me those verbal affirmations. Uh, but I mean, he wasn't the best, best communicator either. Yeah. This is something that developed over, over yeah, 20 yeah. years. I've always been a good communicator because that's what I do, you know? Yeah. I, to be a, a mental health counselor, I suck at communication when it comes to Fox. I, it's just, I just expect him to know, which is an unrealistic expectation. Yeah. And that damages my self-confidence because I expect him to know things. Mm -hmm. And when he but doesn't. you got to know him. I know. But when and he so doesn't reciprocate, yeah, I get I hurt. know. Yeah. I know. And it's, it's a thing that I have, because I have to have my husband say, if he doesn't say that I look good when I come out of the bathroom, he doesn't say it right away. Oh. Or when I want him to say it. Yeah. But he says it. It's just like, oh, you should have said it earlier, you know, because I expect it. But it doesn't matter because if I don't feel good when I walk out of there after yeah. getting ready, 
It wouldn't matter what he said to me. But that's also unrealistic for us to feel like our partners should be the only one building us up. We have to build ourselves up. Absolutely. Because like I said, if you don't feel it, you're not going to express it. No, Nobody, it's not going to, you know, transfer to our lives if we don't feel it. I mean, it could be the most hot person in the world. Go, you look hot. Yeah. And you could be like, oh no, I'm bloated today. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So do you feel like men struggle with self-confidence the same way that women do? Yep. In what ways? Every way? (laughs) I think that a lot of men with men, it's more like power. It's more like money. It's things like that. I think women, we are more physical. Okay. About how we look to each other, how we look to ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think that men is more psychological. Yeah, definitely. Women, we're just like, look at this jiggle, look at this stuff. Yeah, and men are like, oh, I don't got my shit together. You okay. know, I don't have enough money. I can't provide. I can't do this. And I think men are meant to protect and provide uh-huh. naturally. That's their. Um, I don't know. Going back to our. Uh, animalistic primal, primal, primal yeah, tendencies yeah. that's what but we... that is what they're meant to do and when they feel like they can't do that okay they start flipping out yeah and they also have some body men have body things too but i do think those things are at the top yeah. because you look at some of the richest men in the world and the most yeah. powerful and they don't look the most physically attractive right <laughs> but you B- can't tell them that bill gates yeah he is yeah i mean he's a mess he probably (laughs) is a very sweet and amazing gentleman that i've never met and i'm just making assumptions but that's a different story for a different day but what i'm saying is he's not the adonis that the money could provide you see yeah but he's confident yeah he's like so what yeah you see what i mean it doesn't matter to them as long as they got that they're like yeah so money does provide it does it does if we're wanting to improve our self-confidence, there are some we, we have to take a really deep look at ourselves, but we also really need to ask ourselves, why do I feel like I need to improve this? And if you can come up with a really good answer, which most of the time I can talk myself into anything with my gift of gab, mm-hmm. but then you have to look at, okay, so if I'm if I see that this is a problem, how am I going to fix it? And actually follow through. There are so many times our confidence is just diminished because we don't follow through. Mm-hmm. I'll see some jiggle and I'm like, oh, I should do some squats or I want I want her butt. Well, great. You know what it took to get her butt? Are you willing to do what it takes to get her butt? Because I know that I'm not ish. I mean, I will do some squats before an event and think I'll have that butt. But in reality, I You're don't. You're like, I'm going to do these quick 50 yes. squats. Yes, and I'm going to walk out with a butt like that. <laughs> but I also know that I can do those squats. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I did some squats. My ass looks good. Yeah. And that's kind of one way that I build myself. Absolutely. Because if you don't feel it, like I said, I keep saying that. But yeah. if you don't feel it, you could. I mean, somebody could tell you, I mean, you have the best ass I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And if you, I if mean, you don't if believe it, yeah, it's never going to matter. And that's the thing, because self-confidence is self-confidence. It comes it's, from yourself. Yes, it's not up to anybody else. No, but we depend on yeah. people to feed our need yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. And that's unrealistic. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, they might be going through their own stuff. But I will say this, being in the lifestyle can build your self-confidence if you're doing it for the right reasons. Right. Because everybody likes something different. So maybe one thing that you're really self-confident about, one person is just all about in your on your body or or your being. And so when you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have this like my inner thighs, you you think my inner thigh and they're just grabbing them and holding on and just going crazy with them. And you're like, fuck yeah, ride it, baby. Yeah. Because you feel good. So Mm You do have a heightened sense of, I guess, better heightened sense of self-confidence yeah. in the lifestyle because you've got so many flavors. Yeah. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. 
Because you got all these different people wanting you. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Everything. You did everything. <laughs> That's the thing you right. have to remember is you, just you being who you are, if, being a good person and yeah. being just... Yeah. And that's the thing, because like I said, even if you can't find something physically that you like about yourself, you can be like, oh, they like me Mm -hmm. because I'm making them laugh. They like me because I'm the life of the party, Yeah, you know, and I'm making people think, I mean, find something. Absolutely. I will say that there is never a dull moment if you come to any event that I'm part of, because I can feel like crap and I stress out the entire way and fox just he he's like okay you doing that shit again yes i'm doing that shit again (laughs) until the second we walk in and it's like a switch yeah and then i become a totally different person because i i don't know it's it's my switch my self-confidence comes on and nobody can tell me otherwise and everybody in that place is going to feel feel it they're going to feel like they're the most beautiful the most wanted the most desired because i'm going to find something about everybody that's amazing yeah and that's what I do when I'm, you know, hanging out and having yeah. a good time. I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. Look at you. Yeah. And I mean it. Too. I, exactly. Like, yeah. These I'm like, look boss. at this lady. Look at her jewelry. Look at her, you know, her style. Yeah. It's not just about our physical appearance. Right. Your style, your your yeah. your aura. Uh, absolutely. I'm big on auras. I know you, you know are. Me and you with the crystals and whatnot. I know. <laughs> we, we do like some crystals in our office. Yeah. And in my house, it's yeah. just, it is what it is. Yeah. But being that and embodying it is very important and not getting stuck in our damn heads. Yeah. Yeah. And Asking I, yourself the questions. I used to have really low self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as I got, I mean, the last 10 years, I mean, it's like, phew. Okay. So <laughs> let's, let me ask you that. So how has your body image changed throughout the years? I used to be very insecure about everything i had gained a bunch of weight uh-huh. and i just ugh, i could just did not like it yeah and no matter what my husband said i'm like oh that's nice <laughs> yeah but i hate it yeah and i'm gonna fix it but and you then, had the initiative to do that well one day i woke up and i didn't feel like myself really i didn't look like me and i'm like who the hell is this yeah and i'm like today's the day okay I'm like, it's a switch. Yeah, it is. When you decide to make a lifestyle change, when you decide that you're sick of it and you want to make a change, you're going to do it. Yeah, it's, it is literally yeah. a switch it that goes off. It was a switch that happened overnight. Yeah. And I lost a bunch of weight. My hair was falling out. Now my hair's down my back. It's beautiful. <laughs> Those, well, dreads, right? Locks. Locks. I don't know if they're locks, dreads, something. They're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I decided to grow my locks. Uh-huh. This was what, five years ago. Okay. And they were like super short. Really? That's yeah. only five years that did that? Yeah. Wow. And it was a switch. Yeah. He didn't make me turn that switch on. I turned that switch on because I needed to. Yeah. You got tired of being tired. Yeah. And I, nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah. I got tired of not feeling like me. I'm like, you're in there, girl. Yeah. Find it. Find yourself again. And that is such an important concept that we need to send everybody home with is you're in there. Yep. Your most perfect self is in there. How are you going to pull that person out and make that shine and feel confident in that? If you don't feel good about yourself, there's a reason why. Yeah. That means there's things you need to change. And even if it's not, it doesn't have to be physical. It can be mental. Exactly. It's, I mean, definitely mentally, what are you dealing with that you need to change do you need to go and talk to a counselor don't be ashamed of that right don't be ashamed to reach out because you don't have to do this alone and there's so many people who think oh i just have to do this alone yeah and you don't there are people like well i mean that's what we do for a living but adriana specializes in self-confidence and body image and helping people overcome those discrepancies that they feel about themselves and everybody needs somebody. And yeah. if you don't have yeah. a family member or a friend, reach out to us because we got counselors and we got coaches that will say, listen, let's let's do all of this and let's get you where you want to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what are the takeaways that you want our listeners to walk away with tonight? So I want to go back to the, some of the things we talked about, mm-hmm. like the self-deprecating things. Like, I hate my fat rolls. I hate my stretch marks. I hate this. I hate that. 
Yeah. Now I want you to imagine the person you want mm-hmm. or the partner you've chosen saying those things to you. Would you desire to be with and share yourself with someone who would speak to you like that? So, so you're telling me that if I need to imagine myself and my partner telling me those things that I was saying to myself. Yes. I wouldn't want that. No. So if the answer is no, then, then maybe, stop doing it to yourself. Then maybe you got to make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. So if no one else existed in the world, you'd have no one to be with but you. Oh, that's a scary damn thought. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't want to date or share your life with someone who's an asshole to you, simple. Don't be one to yourself. Don't be a dick to yourself. Don't be a dick to yourself. And dicks are beautiful, but don't <laughs> so be are one. assholes because I think I said asshole. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some assholes are beautiful. But then there's some... Mine ass- is. Oh, oh I'm, <laughs> I am so glad that you have that much self-confidence that your asshole is beautiful. I love that. I am... Oh, my God. That's going on this forever. That's... The whole world is going to hear that you just said your asshole is beautiful. And you're turning red. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I do want to just really hit home that there are... Lots of people out there who can help counselors, friends. If your if your friend group isn't building you up and you're not the baddest bitch, but like because they tell you you are, find new friends. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Your friends are supposed to be like, girl, you got this. Exactly, and if killing that dress. <laughs> if your family's not doing it, like you know, you're if, if someone in your family's tearing you down, get away from them. Yep, choose your family, create your own family. You need to find people that add value to your life ah yes yes absolutely Mm -hmm. find those people and stick with them yep and if you can't find a friend or family member find a counselor absolutely they can add value yes and they can help you add value because our job is to work ourselves out of a job and get you get you out of there because we don't want to keep you because most of my clients I want to be friends with and I can't be friends with you until we've been separated for several years. So get the hell out of my office and right. go fly. Go fly. Fly. Fly and <laughs> succeed because you're amazing. And I want people to really understand that it doesn't matter what you do, how you do it. You're amazing. And definitely just just try. Just yeah. take Embrace a chance. It. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. I know you were nervous. Big time. <laughs> it's kind of thrown out there, but you know, it's part of the part yeah, of the job. You're just I gonna, know. I'll just I will eek. keep you on your toes. I said eek. Yeah. <laughs> Who says eek? <laughs> I will definitely keep you on your toes. Yes. That's one thing that you can always account on. Yeah. But I do want to ask if you like what we do and you like what we hear, um, absolutely go to ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards.com and uh, do a quick shout out or vote for us. We would love that. Um, we are just really pleased and really happy to be able to bring this to you guys every week because we share our struggles with you. We share our life. We share our ups, our downs. And we know that you're not going through this alone. You have us and we're not going through this alone either. We have you. So just to recap, The first step of improving your self-confidence is really understanding what it means for you and what that positive change is going to look like. It is really hard to address our insecurities when we're not fully aware of even what they are. You have to believe that you have the right stuff and you are able to pull it off. Self-confidence is a deep-seated belief that you have whatever it takes You have the abilities, the inner resources, talents, and and skills to create your desires. Recapping some of the things, just some five quick tips, guys. Make the choice to believe in yourself. To be successful, you have to remember the past is the past, and there is no payoff for blaming your parents or your current level of self for your current level of self-confidence, right? It's your responsibility to take charge of your own self-concept and your beliefs. Number two, use positive self-talk and positive visualizations to persuade yourself. The latest brain research all shows that with enough positive self-talk and even positive visualizations combined with proper training and coaching or even therapy, 
Anyone can learn to do almost anything. So use that positive self-worth, self-talk as well. And then number three, give up the words, I can't. If you're going to develop this ultimate level of self-confidence and success, you need to give up, I can't, and everything that goes along with it. Saying I can't, honestly, physically makes you weaker when you say them. So mentally, emotionally, I guess pay really close attention to all of your self-talk and give up those negative self-deprecating words. Number four, ignore what others think of you. People are going to talk about you regardless, so why not just give them something good to talk about, right? Most of the time, nobody's thinking about you at all, and we get into our heads and we think that others are thinking or talking about us. We're all busy. Let's worry about our own lives, but even if you feel like they're talking about you, so what? Who cares what they think? Live life on your terms. And number five, Constantly acknowledge your positive past. Most people in our culture continuously remember their failures more than their successes. There's almost always more emotional intensity around your errors or your mistakes and your failures than there are around your successes. So the best way to counteract this is to consciously focus on and celebrate all of your successes. Research has shown over and over again that the more you acknowledge your past successes, the more confident you feel in taking on future challenges and accomplishing new ones. You have this. Remembering and acknowledging that you have had successes in the past will give you so much self-confidence. Just rely on that. We have mentioned several times that if you don't have the support system in place for you to be able to get, you know, some sort of confidence boost from somebody else or that just system, absolutely reach out for therapy or for coaching. And so one of the most common things that we get asked is, do I really need therapy or coaching? Because, you know, I can handle my problems on my own. Well, the truth is everyone goes through challenging situations in life. And while you may have successfully navigated through those and other difficulties you've faced in the past, there's nothing wrong with seeking out some extra support when you need it. Therapy and coaching is for people who have enough self-awareness to realize that they need a helping hand. And that is something to be admired, not to be ashamed of. You are taking responsibility by accepting where you're at at this moment in life and make a commitment to change that situation by seeking help. Therapy and coaching provides long-lasting benefits, and you deserve that. But of course, people have many different motivations for coming to counseling. Some may be going through a major life transition, while others are just handling some stressful circumstances. You don't have to come to therapy because there's a huge situation or traumatic event that happened in your life. Some people need help. Uh, managing a range of other issues like low self-esteem that we've talked about today, depression, anxiety, relationship issues. It can provide so much encouragement and so it can help you with new skills and get you through these tough times. So don't think that because you have to go to therapy or you're going to therapy, quote unquote, have to, that was my, I, I should have said my air quotes, that you're in a place that's just unrepairable. Everybody needs somebody. And I'm happy to say that I go to therapy and I'm a therapist. So, of course, I have to, you know, have someone to talk to and get out all of this shit that I have in my head sometimes. But I definitely want to encourage you to reach out and to just talk, share your insecurities, get on our our podcast, research on our website. There's so many good articles. And yeah, let us know how we can help you because again, you got this. I want you to know that you are beautiful, you are loved, and you are cherished. And I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. All right, friends, tune in again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health, and of course, pleasure. Oh, and all the fun ways that you can spice up your sex life. Well, that's it for our show today. On behalf of Carol and David, we are Stephanie and Fox from Evolve Your Intimacy, sending you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe 
And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.